Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on where you are in the world and what time it is when you're tuning in. This is Perrin Desports, and I'm your host for the Group Practice Accelerator podcast from Polaris Healthcare Partners. If you're an entrepreneurial dentist or physician, and you're interested in scaling from clinician to CEO, what? Yeah, that's right. October 11th through 13th in Scottsdale, Arizona. It's a two-day event full of tactical knowledge to take your business to the next level. Our Scaling from Clinician to CEO event is aimed at those wanting to build a group practice, but you don't know what you don't know. This is your conference. Over two days at the beautiful Phoenician Resort in Scottsdale, we're gonna cover topics like your personal transition from a clinical role to a leadership role, how to buy and build practices correctly, assembling the correct legal, accounting, equity, and operational structures for growth, systematizing processes, and a whole heck of a lot more. One of our industry experts is Sarah Stock. Sarah is a longtime friend of Polaris Healthcare Partners and is the founder and CEO behind Stock Legal out of St. Louis. Sarah, thanks so much for a couple of, a couple of minutes today on the podcast and for joining me. Thanks for having me. It's good to have you. It's good to hear your voice and to see your face once again. And we're thrilled to have you and Sam Wallach, one of your lead team, uh, be with us in Scottsdale for the upcoming conference. Now, we have done a lot of work together uh, in the world of, of healthcare services, most notably around associates, pathways to partnership, earned equity models, buy-ins, and a whole lot of other stuff. I love the way y'all approach this segment of the market with your crawl, walk, run kind of philosophy, because a lot of the people in the audience um, are barely familiar with legal structures, and they they probably know less even about true partnership structures. So let me open it up to you just to start, Sarah, on the the aspect of the way y'all uh, approach working with clients from that crawl, walk, run standpoint. Yeah, thank you, and I'm I'm really excited to get to speak to everyone at this conference on very lucky Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> so it'll be True. a great day, right? It'll be a great day. Um, you know, we get asked often about equity structures um, and how to really use incentive equity to align with your associate dentist, the goals that you're trying to reach as you build, grow and scale your practice. Um, I like to talk to people about it from a crawl, walk, run perspective, because when you're just starting out in certain situations, it might make sense to build a very complicated, uh, wide reaching incentive equity program. You know, if you're going to go big or go home, most folks don't approach it from that perspective. They're looking at more organic growth. And so, you know, when we have a dentist who has a key uh, associate dentist that, you know, it's really important that he or she keeps on the team and continues to grow with and they're not sure what the next step is going to be, we use that crawl strategy, um, which is typically some sort of phantom equity. And from there, as we look at growing into multiple practices, as we look at building out a DSO structure, then we start thinking about profits, interests, or restricted membership units, where we can really align incentives with some cliff vesting, milestone vesting, to bring your key associate dentists along with you as you continue to grow and scale. 
And then when we get to the run level, we're looking at opportunities to buy in or earn in and continue to grow in ownership to really make those key associate dentists look and feel more like partners um, as you continue to grow. So I'm really excited to share more with the audience on Lucky Friday the 13th at this amazing conference. Thank you again for having us. You bet. You bet. You and Sam are are great. Your whole team is great for that matter, but we work most closely probably with with you and Sam out of the entire team. And I think this is um, such a, uh, you know, an important step in uh, somebody's journey to building a multi-location group because usually when they start out with just their practice, they're the usually outright owner of the practice and you don't really have to have a meeting with yourself to make decisions. But <laughs> right. obviously when you when you start bringing in minority partners and rights and privileges and all that kind of good stuff, things get really complicated really quickly. And y'all are so good at, at breaking down um, a lot of those challenges around partnerships. You know, one of the other things too is you're going to be talking uh, you and sam are going to be on a, a group-led discussion with jonathan escal from escal law about where uh all of you being attorneys where y'all see partnerships um uh, unraveling failing becoming challenged and things like that i wonder if you could maybe give just a uh, a high level insight into some of those aspects too we don't like to talk about failure that much but you know sure. partnerships can be tricky yeah, they absolutely can. And, you know, I was just on a, a, a client call today with um, two amazing service providers that are coming together to build a company. And, you know, they have that typical mentality in the beginning. It's the honeymoon phase, right? Oh, we're never going to disagree. This is going to be great. And, and my advice is always, yes, that is all of our hope right? And, and your belief right now. But my job is to plan for when things don't go exactly right. And to put some of those safeguards in place, you know, think, think guardrails, if you will, so that when things start to go astray, you have a process that you can turn to. No one ever hopes to use those provisions, but when you need them, it is so important to have them there and have them well-drafted. You know, we try to take a really practical approach to this you know, our goal is to keep you out of litigation, to keep you in good standing with your partners, and to keep the relationships moving forward. And I'm really excited to talk about that with Jonathan and Sam on Friday at 1:15. Yeah, it's going to be um, uh, it's it's going to be a fun session, and and you know we can kind of let our guard down and tell some war stories along right. the way too, which is <laughs> yes. you know never know really what you're going to get on something like that. So. I uh, shame on me being a, a poor host, uh, other than just introducing you to chime into the uh, episode itself. I, I neglected to give you the opportunity to tell our audience um, just a little bit about your background and what Stock Legal is all about, because y'all are really a, uh, I don't want to say a unique firm, but you're you're uh, a, a much more user friendly than some <laughs> law firms out there. And and maybe if you could take just a quick sec, Sarah, to give a, a high level overview for our, our audience of the podcast, at least a little bit about yourself and, and stock legal uh, as a law firm. Absolutely. I like to think that we're more approachable and practical than your typical attorney or law firm. So uh, my background is that I was an equity partner at a large law firm until November of 2014. Um, I left to start my own practice primarily because my clients were small to medium-sized businesses, and I had just outpriced my client base. 
And that client base is incredibly important to me. Uh, I grew up in a family business. I went to law school wanting to help people that looked like my parents. And so I started Stock Legal really to do that and to build a firm that provided all of the legal services that small to medium-sized business owners need on a regular basis. Um, It's been so much fun. I've always had an emphasis in healthcare, but it's been so much fun to really build out a strong practice area in dentistry and to get involved with dentists that have a really strong desire to grow and scale their practice and to give them the legal tools that they need to be able to do that. I call it um, allowing people to, um, to break through the barriers to entry from a legal perspective. And so at Stock Legal, what we do is we help our clients form entities, raise capital. If it's a contract, we draft it or negotiate it. We have a robust M&A practice. We do commercial real estate, banking, intellectual property, estate planning, and commercial litigation. And one of the things that makes us different, other than being approachable and practical than your typical law firm, is that we do a lot of work here for a fixed fee. Um, We do a lot of our basic corporate documents and corporate infrastructure building and foundational work for a fixed fee. Things like operating agreements, employment agreements, services agreements, incentive equity agreements. We also, in Q1, just started doing fixed fee M&A. Our typical deal criteria for fixed fee M&A is buy side sub $15 million transactions. But we've been doing a few sell side deals and they're working well. Um, And I think our clients really appreciate being able to go into a mergers and acquisitions transaction knowing up front, at least even if it's just a phased approach, what the what the, the fixed cost will be from a legal perspective instead of that blank check black box that you get from a lot of law firms. Good stuff. Y'all are uh uh, y'all are a unique breed in our world, and you're you're very user friendly with our our clients. And I, one of the things that um, I also would like to to point out about you and and your team, especially, is that y'all take the time to educate clients, and that that yes. means a lot. I mean, it's one thing to have just a a legal document and you know where to sign and all that kind of stuff, but really take the time to understand it and educate the entrepreneur on on you know the make sure they understand the ramifications around what they're trying to build. And I think that is super important. And it's one of the things that we like. It's a little bit of extra TLC. So appreciate your approach. Appreciate the team My that pleasure. you built. Appreciate you and Sam being with us. And we can't uh, wait for you to join us in, in Scottsdale. Sarah, thanks so much for being on with me today. Oh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And we'll be excited to see you guys in Arizona in just gosh, a month. Almost yeah, <laughs> it's, it's coming up fast, right? And, it is, um, yeah. Uh, uh, Scottsdale in October is uh, a great slice of life, too, and the Phoenician wow. is a uh, is a tremendous resort. So we're super excited, and obviously, registration for the conference is open. If you would like to meet Sarah, Sam, and any of their team or any of the other speakers we're going to have there, it will be a tour de force of, of two days' worth of um, industry knowledge uh, that gives you the confidence to build a multi-location group. I encourage you to join us. Registration's open. You can find out more about that on our website at www.polarishealthcarepartners.com. If you've got any questions about scaling from clinician to CEO or any other subject matter, you can reach me directly at Perrin at polarishealthcarepartners.com. Appreciate you being a listener and a subscriber. Look forward to seeing you in Scottsdale, October 11th through 13th 
for scaling from clinician to CEO. We'll see you on the next episode.